Hello, and welcome to the big topic in women's MMA. Frank Posner here along with Schwann Humes. And this week, we're going to talk about, we have uh, this Saturday, UFC 250 main event has Amanda Nunez defending her uh, UFC featherweight championship against um, Felicia Spencer. So we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to talk about the two fights from last weekend's UFC show. And we're starting to get into shows every week now, right? So uh, there were two fights, women's fights on the show. The first one was uh, Mackenzie Byrne beat um, Hannah Cyphers uh, with a first-round knee bar. And other than the knee bar, the match went pretty much as I expected. Okay, so let me get your thoughts on that slide. Yeah, basically in this fight, it was a showcase fight for Dern. Dern's not great, but she's big for the weight class. She's physically durable. She hits hard because of her size and athleticism. And she's gotten a tremendous advantage in the grappling range on the ground. She hasn't been able to translate it into her wrestling, but she's facing an opponent who lacks the depth of skill and the width of skill and doesn't have a top-notch camp in her corner. I'm not saying Cyphers would have beat her under any circumstances, but if you've kind of been trained a certain way and you've kind of been developed a certain way, you know how to navigate an opponent who's got better physical tools than you. And you can at least make it competitive in spots. Maybe you can make it out the full three rounds. Cyphers is not only outgunned physically, she's outgunned technically, and she also had the worst camp behind her. And even if Dern's camp isn't great, you have that many advantages. Your camp doesn't have to be great. Your IQ doesn't have to be great. And if I remember you telling me once, uh, Cyphers was more of a regional fighter, had a lot of success with her punching power and her, I yeah. guess, physical dominance. But when you move to move up a level and you're facing full-time fighters and you're facing better athletes, that doesn't translate over as well because the caliber of fighter you're facing has now increased. So now the, the, a lot of things you leaned on against part-time work, part-time fighters and single moms or married women who are just trying their hand at it, it doesn't work. All of a sudden you start yeah. having to struggle. Cypher's in a similar situation to a Betch Cohea where, you know, you dominate this one realm, you move up, and then it's, you're a 500 fighter. Yeah. She's you, two you, and you three now. Yeah, she's oh, two yeah. and three now. Let's see. Uh, they they might keep her because she's always willing to take whoever. Eh, I don't know. I, I think, you know, they can't keep bringing her out like that. Okay. She just isn't good enough to be a I think they saw her in regional MMA and they thought they'd give her a shot and she just hasn't done, I guess, what they thought she would do, right? As far as Mackenzie goes, I think there's potential, obviously. She's a two-time BJJ world champ, so she has that, okay? Her big problem, as we saw in her loss to Amanda Evans, is her striking is really subpar. And so this match didn't really tell us anything about that, but at some point, she's going to have to face a higher caliber of fighter. And we've already seen the kind of problems she had with Amanda. So I don't really see that improvement. Yeah, Dern just gets quite a lot on her physical tools. I, I've had to scout her before, and I'm like, there's nothing she really does well. She doesn't even wrestle very well. She doesn't strike very well. But all the opponents she's faced, she's been such a better athlete that she's been able to yeah. to, point to do damage regardless. Once she, she can get away with it. Re- she can get away with it to a certain point. Like, she can get away with it here. But – uh, with higher level um, uh, fighters, athletes, yeah, don't see her getting away with it. And, and that's that the problem. Also, an issue with the rankings, which we're going to talk about a little later. I want to talk about that later. That, uh, the rankings in that division are a little messed up right now, and I want to talk about that later. Maybe something that we're going to talk about yesterday. 
the the second fight, um, so so like I said, that fight it went exactly as I expected. I knew that you know if if Mackenzie took it to the ground, it was going to be over. That was it uh, because Hannah <laughs> she has no ground game to speak of. So the other fight was at um, flyweight. It was uh, Caitlin Schmidlin, uh winning by unanimous decision over uh, Antonina Shevchenko. And, and of course, Caitlin is coming off her loss to, to uh, the champ, uh, Valentina Shevchenko. So I guess somebody at the UFC has a sense of humor. Says, I'll let her fight the sister. And the problem with Antonina, for me, is I just don't think she's any good. <laughs> Like she does the same things that her sister does, but she doesn't do them as well. And because so it's kind of funny because she was the betting favorite in this fight, eh? Yeah, I think a lot of people saw the thing is Kaylin Chukagan is not a bad fighter, but she's but she's like a a straw weight flyweight whatever Holly Holm. She throws a lot of volume, she moves a lot, but she's not terribly accurate. She's physically durable. She's actually fairly strong and can bully people a little bit. But she's more of a high volume, even though she throws punches, her kicks are more effective type fighter. Well, and when you see her, she, ha- except she has a that, lot of obvious. Yeah, but, except that in this fight, she didn't do that for the first two rounds. She went for, oh, yeah, she didn't have to. She, she, pulled a, she pulled a Holly Holm versus Megan Anderson. Yeah, um, exactly. She went for a takedown, and Antonina had no answer for her. But well, uh, now she said afterwards that her trainer, not Mark Henry, but somebody else there, could finally convince her to use her jujitsu. That's what she said afterwards. Okay? And, I, I don't know if I believe that, because she took down Irene Aldana before when she fought her. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> but she doesn't do that. Not normally. Well, the, the thing about it is she needed to get a finish Okay, that she didn't get a finish. And then in round three, she kind of let Antonina off the hook. You know, I didn't like. Okay, get the finish. You know, I mean, it just means she's inexperienced at it, I think. Okay, what do you think? I don't I don't I think it's something new for her. That's what I mean. Grappling, being a being a grappling, have a fight because. You can have done it in the training room. You could have done it in other situations. But doing it in a live fight when you've never done it, your body's locked into a certain kind of fight. Whether you're defensively grappling, especially if you're offensive grappling, you're not new to it. It, it wears you out. She, it, wear, it wears you out because it's a different kind of push and pull instead of the free movement of popping around, throwing a bunch of arms. She's conditioned for that. That's what she's done the majority of her fight. To actually enact a wrestling and have grappling-heavy approach, you can't just do that over the course of, one training camp. Paul Daly tried to do it against MVP. He gassed and didn't have anything left. So yeah. it's a good strategy and expose Antonia Antonina because she doesn't have Val's physicality. Like she doesn't have the physicality to push you off and get back up. Plus she doesn't have Val's grappling game. I have so said, it's a smart I have, I have said a smart all, she could have I have said all along about Antonina, she has no business being in the UFC. If she was anybody else, she would not be in the UFC. She just doesn't have the skills. You know? Well, I mean, she's, I wouldn't say she's just outright no skills. Otherwise, she wouldn't have any wins. No, she, she can do the same so things as, as Valentina, but not as well. Well, that's the thing. She's, she's not as good an athlete. It's like if I had a kid, 
and I teach them how to play ball like LeBron James, except the kid I'm training is 5'11 and 160 pounds. You can't do LeBron James' game. You lack the physical tools to. Even if you have the IQ and the skills, you don't have the physical tools to back it up. You have to find another game for yourself. And she hasn't found a game that translates to mixed martial arts. If nothing else, her footwork should be more defensive, more lateral or yeah. angle to limit takedown defense and use a long-range weapon. But instead, she fights like Val- Valentina where she kind of stands her ground and lets you – and let you come in and tries to counter you. That's yeah. great if you can defend takedowns. That's great but if you're physically strong. But if you're weak and you have no wrestling, it's just setting you up to get beaten up. And that's what happened. Okay, so it's like I said, I, I my only problem with Caitlin is I, I needed to see her get a finish here, okay? Because I don't think she's going to be as successful against better fighters in that division. Okay? Uh, and, no, she's, and, we've already seen Caitlin that she has. We, we've yeah, pretty much I, seen the best she has. If she keeps with this approach, she might have some success, but there's so many better grapplers that she'll probably get herself more into trouble than she will out of Yeah, that, that's what I think, too. And I, so, I, you know, she has to show me that she can do this kind of thing consistently and not just – and then not revert. In round three, she reverted to what she usually does, which is keep away. And that did, she just did she revert to did she just realize she, did she realize she just didn't have the energy and didn't want to get put, put in a bad position well, like Anthony in the see – See, but she won the first two rounds by both by 10-8. So there was really no reason for her to take any risk. And I just feel, the way I felt about it is she really should have tried harder to get a finish in round one. Because if she had done that, then I would have been happy with it. Okay. So anyways, so, so now let's talk about uh, Saturday's uh, title match. We've got Amanda Nunez defending against Felicia Spencer. And that's at featherweight. Okay, and obviously, Amanda is going to be the big favorite going into this. But I don't necessarily think it's a sure thing for her. Okay, what do you think? Um, I don't either. A lot of people keep telling me because once again, I've scouted her before. Um, one of my good friends on Twitter, Ben, is always he's always picked Amanda News. I've always picked against her, and he's always beaten me because every fighter I picked against her is lost. But I keep telling them, everybody keeps telling me Amanda Nunes' cardio is better. It's not better. She's getting finishes faster. Anytime she's forced to work, when she was forced to work against Drain Durandamy, after that first round, she went crazy. She was dead on her feet for the second round. She got beat up by a non-wrestling, non-grappling yeah, kickboxer. Yeah, I thought she did an awful performance that night. Yeah, she almost she almost got finished in the triangle. People, oh, yeah. it wasn't that close. No, it was pretty close. No, it was close enough. Durandy meat has no wrestling chops. Nunez is a aggressive counterpuncher. She's got great physical tools. She's got great, she's got good, not great physical technical skills, but she, she's so dangerous athletically that anything she does right is magnified a thousand times, and anything she does wrong is minimized a thousand times. So you have small windows. But if you can hang on when she's giving you that beating, when she opens up, if you can just hang on and make it work and keep adjusting, she'll get tired. And if you get tired against Felicia Spencer, who fought Cyborg for three rounds straight, it was going at a really high pace. I think Spencer has a chance to finish her. Uh, yeah, I do too, especially in the later rounds, if it gets that far. So that's the big question, okay? That's the big question. And um, what Amanda said after the fight with Jermaine is that she, w- she was off for some reason. I don't exactly know what the reason for that is. You know, She was lying. But the point, well, I don't know. She does some funny stuff with her trainer there. That's Conan Silvera is her primary trainer over there. And so they come up with some cockeyed um, 
cockeyed uh, strategy sometimes. Like when she fought Valentina the second time, for some reason, they thought that Amanda should strike with Valentina, which I didn't, didn't make any damn sense to me. But, um, but you know, her pattern is if she wins, she wins early, okay? And if you get pa- get her past the first couple of rounds, then you can get her into trouble. Now, Jermaine Durandami is simply not good enough to do that, okay? I think Felicia Spencer is good enough to do that, you know, because she, among other things, she has probably is a better grappler than, than Amanda, Okay. So let me get your thoughts I on honest, that. I honestly think she could do something closer to um, Kat Zingano. Even when well, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. If somebody takes you down, the problem a lot of fighters do is they're like, they accept the takedown. It's going to spend a lot of energy for you to fight it, but it forces them to spend a lot of energy. If they yeah. take you down, get back up. Risk getting submitted. Risk taking punishment. Get back to your feet and make them work. Don't allow them to settle in. That's what they want. Don't allow them the safety zone where they can rest and pick their spot. Everybody concedes. I thought Holly Holm would really have a chance to get Nunes because Nunes took her down. She was right back up. Holmes can keep a pace that would expose her later on. Yeah, All you have to do is keep a pace, be disciplined, and force her to work. Spencer's not, not good enough, enough on the feet. Not aggressive Spencer's, enough. Yeah, true enough. But Spencer's not good enough on the feet. To no, get I don't think wild. she is either. So what she has to do is weather the storm early on. And we saw with Chris Cyborg that she could do that. Okay. Whether she can do that here, who the hell knows? I don't. But I actually think, I mean, listen, if guys are betting on this thing, I'm not a betting man myself. I don't do that. But if guys are betting, considering what the odds are going to be on this fight, I think Felicia Spencer is a good bet. Yeah, it, it's hard not to. I mean, she can grapple. She's physically durable. She's got good size. She's not a, a small, she's not a blown up band of weight. She's shown that physically she can handle herself in clinches and grappling type exchanges, and she can push her pace. The only question is, is she going to be measured enough defensively in the early going? Because Nunes, Nunes doesn't have to land a lot. Even against Valentina, when that second fight, she didn't land anything big, but when she landed, it was noticeably different, the power difference. And those few shots she landed, the few, the one takedown she got, essentially won her the fight because it seemed like she was doing more harm, even though Valentina was dictating the pace of the fight and how the fighting, how the, how the engagements went. So the main thing with Spencer is just being disciplined enough defensively that you don't get overwhelmed, you don't get in a spot where the ref is going to be forced to call it because they're going to look to call it. They got all the power behind, momentum behind Nunes. They want to call it. Don't give them that opportunity. If you can push her, make her work hard that first round, second, and keep her going halfway through the second round, fight's 50-50. The fight is clearly 50-50. And if Nunes yeah, gets too anxious yeah. on a takedown, I think I it's really a lot more... I think it's a lot more it. even than people think. Now, I like both fighters, okay? Like, I, I was the uh, first one to interview Amanda Nunez when she first came to the U.S. when she uh, was in Strike Force. okay? I don't know if you knew that, but I interviewed her before anybody knew who she was, all right? I saw her fight in Brazil, right? Okay, and, of course, Felicia is a fellow Canadian, well, sort of. She was born in Montreal, but grew up in uh, Orlando. So she, they keep trying to tell me that she's Canadian. I was always saying she was born here, but she grew up down south. So I don't really look at her as a Canadian per se. 
but I like both fighters. I, I just think that um, it's too easy to say that Amanda's going to win in like a minute. Well, it's, 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 I don't know it's about lazy. that. It's the same reason people thought Ronda was just going to walk over Holly Holm. It's lazy thinking. You're going with the narrative. I'm not saying it's impossible because Nunes is a good finisher. She's got dynamic power. But if you don't see the holes in her game, you can't tell me you can't see any way Spencer watches, wins this. I don't know what you're watching. I can't, I can't say you know MMA. You just can't. You can't tell yeah. me with assuredness. I think if, it, if, if uh, I think Amanda wins for sure, because she can do that. But after that, I don't know, because it could go either way. I Amanda think- still has – I'm still very leery about Amanda's endurance. Yep. You know, the gas tank, she just doesn't have it. She's never had it. Okay? And, you know, well, I'll, tell you thing about, I'll tell you another thing about her. I've seen her in fights where she basically gives it up. And she loses. I saw that in Strike Force when she fought Alexis Davis. She basically gave it up. She decided, oh, I want to go home. And she did that in a couple of her fights. Well, she's the front. Now, keep runner. in mind, huh? Yeah. Okay, runner. I'll agree with that. Now, this was before she met Nina Ansarov, and Nina brought her to ATT. But uh, I've seen her do well, that. She- but, she didn't give it up against Kat Zagano. She got tired. Kat in truth changed position and she could have got her offer. She kind of accepted the beating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm telling you, the fight with Alexis Davis that she did lose, she really just gave up. You know, and, and we saw that as well. Now at the time when she was in Victor, um, she didn't have really great training. So when she went to ATT, that kind of set things up for her being a lot better. Okay. They've but on the other them, hand, she can stop somebody. On the other hand, she can stop somebody in fourteen seconds, right? So, who the hell knows? They've given her more. That's tools why we watch the fights, so man. They've given her more tools. So Sorry, she what was that? Exposed. I said they've given her more tools so she doesn't get tired. She has more weapons uh, and yeah, more refined. But the issue is still there. They haven't addressed the issue. I don't think you can fix it. Anytime you force her to go past a round, no, at this point, it's it is at this point it is what it is, and really. Uh, it depends on who the opponent is, right? And, and with, uh, you know, Jermaine Randami, she's just not a skilled enough fighter to to uh, to beat her. It's as simple as that. Whereas I think Felicia is a skilled enough fighter. I don't think Megan Anderson, you know, just to use somebody else as an example. But there are fighters who could beat her, you know? It's just you have to have the right situation at the right time sort of thing. You do, yeah, right. you just can't let her catch your own. Right. So that's the whole thing. If she ends it, Amanda wins early. But later on, I don't know, could end up being quite a dogfight. Yeah. I, I really think, I even think yeah. at the beginning, I think early round, if Nunes gets too willing to take shots or try and get takedowns, I really believe that, um, I believe the Spencer, if Nunes takes her down, starts pounding or slows down. I think Spencer can snatch a submission. If Nunes chases the takedown, yeah. I think Spencer can snatch a submission. Nunes Possibly. Has, Nunes has Possibly. a really legitimate submission-type person. She's faced people who she takes down are either trying to get back up or or just can't get back up. She is a face person who will look for the submission in a scramble or in a transition. She hasn't used it. Yeah, she, she, has, she has a good bottom game. Yeah, 
Well, well, Felicia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like you get a little bit lazy, you start throwing a little bit too hard, you get a little tired, leave that arm there. That that might be a submission. Spencer doesn't have the fine-tuned feel of the feet, but none of the girls do. But she has heart and she has conditioning, and that'll help. We're gonna find out, and we'll probably talk about this next week. Um uh, one other thing I wanted to address. We were talking uh, they announced a fight yesterday, okay? Uh Carla Sparza versus Marina Rodriguez. It's gonna be in July. And uh Something that you mentioned kind of got in my head a little bit. You said, oh, they're looking to push Marina. Okay. Now, for those who are not familiar with Marina Rodriguez, she's a Brazilian who was in the um, Dana White Contender Series, Brazilian edition. And uh, she's had two draws in the UFC. She's like, I think, won two fights and she's had two draws or something like that. The problem with her, as I see it, is she just doesn't do enough to win fights. And you were suggesting that they might want to push them anyway. And you know what I was, I, I, I think that this particular match shows how screwed up the strawweight rankings are. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you really pay much attention to UFC rankings? Uh, not really. I mean, they just jury rig them any way they want and they just, it seemed to be more about popularity yeah. and momentum than anything else. Uh, listen, I don't know how they do them. I don't really care. I don't really pay attention to them very often, except when I think that they're using it to make matches. Then I kind of take a look at it. So they, they use it when I was looking for their narrative for a fighter. Right. Okay. So I so when this fight was announced, I, I said, well, I'm going to take a look and see what the rankings are, okay? And the problem is the strawweight rankings are totally screwed up, okay? Uh, right now, Carla is ranked uh, number eight, and uh, Marina is ranked number nine. So who's higher up? Okay, so you have the champ. Let's forget about the champ for a second. The top two are Rose Namahunas and... Jessica Andrade, who are fighting in a couple of weeks. And then number three is Tatiana Suarez, who was injured. Okay, she's been out for a while. And then you have Nina Ansaroff is up there, and she's pregnant. She shouldn't even be on there, right? Yep. And uh, um, Claudia Gadelia is number six, okay? So remember we were talking about those two kind of, you know, they won by split decision. Mm -hmm. uh, Carla and Claudia, they won by split decision, but we actually scored them draws. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you think about it, it would actually make sense for those two to have a rematch, right? Now, Carla beat her by split decision a couple of years ago, but it's quite possible that Carla didn't want to do that match because neither of them moved up because of those fights. Okay. It's like I said, I get a little annoyed when I hear a win is a win, because it's not true, okay? Neither of those wins were good enough to get either of those fighters closer to the title, okay? So once you get past, so now you've got really nobody, I mean, I, I suspect they offered her a rematch with Claudia, and she doesn't want to do it, okay? Really? And, I think she wanted did you notice that Angela Hill? Yeah, did you notice that Angela Hill was talking about how she wants a match with a rematch with uh, Claudia, but she doesn't think Claudia will take it, which I do agree with that. Yeah, well, um, I, I, so, I, I, so what I, it is, is, 
Sorry? If I'm Claudia, why would I? I didn't catch that. If I'm Claudia, why take the fight? Yeah, I know. She won't. It's dumb. She it'd be won't. dumb. If she took so, it, it'd be dumb. Yeah, she's not going to do that. So I don't, at least I don't think she will. But anyway, so the thing is, Marina Rodriguez, despite the fact that she's not been very impressive in her fights, is ranked ninth. So that's what they used the rankings to convince Carla to take a fight with somebody who is ranked beneath her just because she wants to get a fight in. Okay. And so I don't think they're looking to build Marina up at all. I just think they were, I just think they were looking to weasel Carly into taking a fight because she wanted to take a fight. She didn't care too much who was against, except she didn't want to fight Claudia. <laughs> but I, 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 give me your thoughts. I see that. that, but my other side of it would be simply this: it works twofold. If she wins, that's another win in her win streak. So it was like three out of four, three yeah. out of five, four out of five, something like that. She's on a win streak. Yep. That's, a, that's another win. Should be fairly impressive, and and it, with the other girl, if that girl wins it, it's a huge win over a name, a former champion who's on a win streak. That carries a lot of weight. And even if she loses, it doesn't hurt her that badly because she's fighting a former champion who's on a win streak. So either way, it's a win-win. If Carla Esparza yeah, wins, I, if I mean, win, it rockets her forward. If Carla Esparza loses, it's it's disastrous. So that's fair. But if the other girl loses, you lost to one of the best fighters in the division. That don't hurt you that much. It's one of those. Even if you lose, you win fight. It it doesn't it, it doesn't. But you have to wonder why she's ranked as high as she is. Well, I mean, to be honest, you got two girls in there who shouldn't even be in the ranking. She, she has two draws, which aren't losses. So, I mean, I'm not saying that she should be ranked high, but she doesn't have losses. Those are that matters. Draws. Did you know that losses. Amanda? Amanda? Did you know that Amanda Ebus is ranked 15? Yeah, that's that's kind of shocking. Yeah. So the point, the point I'm making is when I was looking at that fight and you and I were, were talking about it briefly, the first thing I thought of, okay, what are the rankings? And that's because I know they use them to, to weasel fighters into fights. Yeah. I mean, they use it to okay. make a fight more legitimate or less legitimate. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it doesn't make me think that Marina is any, any good. I mean, I haven't... She just doesn't look good. It doesn't make you think that. Whether she wins or there's somebody, She said two draws. There, there's, some, there's somebody who make, who thinks it does make her look good. And the fact of the matter, somebody's gonna be like, Yeah, she had two draws, but she didn't have but she didn't have the two losses. See, this is where I disagree with you. I don't think they really believe that. I just think they that Carla wanted a fight and they wanted to get her to take what they wanted to get her to take. So if you don't want Claudia then we'll just give you somebody else. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. My only part is it's a no-lose situation. If that girl knocks Carla off, that's perfect because Carla's been knocking off young fighters and they're tired of it, and they're more glamorous fighters. She knocked off Waterson. She knocked off Grasso. If this girl knocks her off, you've done her a favor because she's not John Fitching the whole division like she has been, and that wrote that, that gives you a huge boost ahead. That kicks you up maybe two or three spots, and if you lose, it don't hurt nothing uh, yes. because she's a dominant fighter who's a former champion. So it's a no-lose situation. The UFC gets the best. And Nina Ansarov is still ranked. Yeah, they just don't know what to do. They just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and oh, oh, did you hear this? Uh, um, Michelle Watterson called out Angela Hill. She called who? Angela Hill. Um, that's a 50-50 fight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't 
he'll, at this point, he'll, he'll might take it, but Hill does not fight in an incredibly intelligent manner. And against a person who doesn't get tired, Hill might get submitted by Waterston. I'm not trying to be mean. She really might. I don't know if they're going to do that. But anyway, all right. So I think that's about it. Um, uh, we'll probably uh, do this again next week. Very similar because we want to review the uh, the uh, the fight. And don't forget, I will have the video for this Saturday's fight up on my blog. Did you know that I always do that? I did not. Okay. I, I, I post every UFC women's fight on my blog. Okay. The two from last week, they're up on my blog. They'll be there forever. They're not going anywhere. Okay. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I have my ways. <laughs> so I have it down to a science. So, so I, I, what I do is uh, next day, uh, I know where to look for the fights and I uh, download them and then I upload them to my blog. Okay, and I comment on them there. And then I do my own podcast and then I do this podcast as well. Okay, so again, uh, that's this weekend, this Saturday, going to be at the UFC Apex, uh, UFC 250. Dana White says that the uh, Fight Island will be ready on June 27th. Okay, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, any f- closing comments or do you want me to Oh, no, you go right ahead. But thank you for having me on the show as always. Okay, so uh, uh, again, don't forget to check out my blog for the videos from last week. And like I said, I'll have uh, this Saturday's fight up on my blog uh, Sunday, probably around noon time. Okay, so uh, again, if you have any questions or comments for either of my podcasts or my blog, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you later.